Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, everyone. Hello. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And uh, we have a, I would say these newsletters are shocking. Well, the main newsletter was very confusing to me. I, it, I'm going to need you to explain it. Okay. I mean, I, I wasn't super confused. It was just heavy subject matter um, and a lot of crazy garbage. But yeah. well, I, I, was, uh, I was fascinated by everything pretty much. Yeah, I was scared. I think that was the point. I think that the... It was a wake-up call. Well, I think it was... The the main newsletter was called Hocus Pocus, and I think it was supposed to be, like, scary. Scare, oh, like a Halloween theme newsletter. <laughs> and it was for Halloween. About, ooh, addiction, ooh, grief. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, all the scariest things that could happen <laughs> but, to you. But then it was also, like, planetary teenagers. Yeah, magic and, potions. Um, magic potions. Uh, I think that was the Halloween... That's a good call. Mm. I did not make that connection, but you're probably right. I think so. And then uh, the Monday newsletter was about uh, lipstick. Yeah, it was about lipstick. I So the Monday newsletters are supposed to be more for just sort of like selling products. Yeah, I think they're they're just ads, basically. The yeah. same stuff, they just bundle in different ways. So yeah, there's an article about lipstick where they interview four women who work for Goop about their favorite lipsticks. And they're all like brands that... Gwyneth has previously mm-hmm. entered. It's like that Rodan lady, the Juice Beauty lady. Yeah. It's the same. What are these brands? I mean, I guess maybe they're out there, but I feel like I only hear about them in Goop. I could oh, be absolutely. wrong about this. Um, well, I don't read any other, like, fashion lipstick. Yeah, but you might stroll through a Nordstrom. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, but I, I guess I could. could. I could. And I could, too. Um, but, yeah, I'm not really familiar with these brands. Um, but... I was fascinated to see other people that work at Goop because, like I said, I didn't think anyone existed. So yeah. now I know that I'm wrong. There, these people do work at Goop. We do have, yeah, we do have proof. There's, uh, they interviewed the marketing manager. There are pictures. Who likes uh, a fire engine red? We have the editorial director who likes more of a nude. We have the office manager who I think, correct me if I'm wrong, might be the first black woman I've ever seen modeling a Goop product in the months and months that I've. Uh, read this newsletter. Yeah, I mean, I've seen very few pictures of any um, human being at all. I feel like, other than Gwyneth Paltrow, I just don't feel like you see... Yeah, except the people they interview. Well, you see the people who they interview. But yeah, not like models. Yeah. Um, But yeah, she's wearing sort of like a dark purple, and then we have a photo editor editor who's wearing sort of just a darker red. Yeah. But it's so boring. It's lipstick. Lipstick, Um, But it's fall lipstick. 
Um, and then there was something else in this one. Yeah, so they there's a, a segment or an article uh, on this newsletter called Dear Lori, which is like an advice column that up until now I don't think ever existed before, but they don't put it into any Dear content. Dear Lori, so it's like a... Dear Lori or Ask Lori, and then and there's, then there's Ask, Ask Jean. And Jean about Sunblock. Yeah, but Who they, are Jean and Lori? I, I have no idea. There's literally... They each get one question... But it's as if this is like Dear Abby and Ann Landers, like we're supposed to know who these women are. But are you asking them advice about sunscreen? Well, Jean gets asked about sunscreen. I guess she's a she's a sunblock expert. And then Lori... Is she a sunblock expert? Uh, it said her stepdad died of melanoma, so... That makes her an expert? <laughs> and then, oh, and then Lori is asked about uh, fall transitional layering. So she's clothes. a transitional layering expert. Yes. Uh, they probably all have doctorates, too. I'm sure everybody in Goop is a doctor um, or something. So yeah, Lori talks about... I mean, how hard is it to layer? You wear a shirt, you wear a sweater. If it's really cold, you wear a jacket. Hey, you're a transitional layering expert. That's right. I lived in New York for a long time. Wow. You got a layer. Yeah. Oh, there's that tartan skirt. There's a tartan yeah. skirt that they're pushing, and I like it. It's funny how often we read this, and now we just we get to know these clothes yeah, like, it's like, like friends, they're like, like old friends. The, the clothes are like the characters in the novel of Yeah, them. it's like, yeah. Yeah. And then Jean talks about sunscreen they're like do we really have to wear sunscreen every day and she's like no you don't have to but you're just gonna die of skin cancer or get wrinkles when you're in your 30s so your choice yeah i wear it every day uh oh here's a question i was gonna ask you so i wear sunscreen like spf 15 on my face every day do you wear it also on your arms and your hands um well i wear um an spf 50 on my face every day which i think is actually too high and then I have this um, body lotion that has an SPF 15 in it that I wear okay. every day. So it's not, so yeah, yeah. kind of. But yeah, yeah, should... SPF 15 is so low that I don't think it really does anything for oh, me. Oh, really? I don't think so. Maybe I uh, should go for a 30 or something on my face. And then I feel like also I should just do it on my on my arms. Um... Yeah, I think you should... I think you should wear it every day, all over. Yeah, yeah. Especially in this town. Oh, yeah. Um, And then the other little thing in the Monday newsletter was about probiotics. They're not only good for your stomach, they're also good for your skin and make you younger. Good. Uh, Which is great to know. Um, Yep, so if you want to buy a $70 antioxidant probiotic powder, go for it. You know where to look. Goop. Um, and then, okay, so I then, the main newsletter. three days go by, <laughs> it's about 2.12 p.m. yesterday, get a little, uh, newsletter in our email called Hocus Pocus. Yeah, and we were terrified. Oh, boy, this is, uh, this is something. Um, so, what was in Hocus Pocus, Brian? Well, let's start... At the very beginning, it's a very good place to start. Yeah. Uh, so the first article is called Planetary Help on Teenagers. Okay, so this was one that I did not understand at all. Uh, I think it's, yeah, it's pretty incomprehensible. So uh, this is about you're a mom, you're raising kids, yeah. they're about to turn into teenagers. Who do you turn to? Uh, you know, your clergy, a child psychologist? No. You turn to a astrologist. Dr. Jennifer This Freed. is what the, the moms in Brentwood are doing. Um, yeah, Dr. Jennifer Freed, she is she has a PhD in something. In what? I have no idea. Is she a doctor? I mean, if you have a PhD, you're, you 
you're considered a doctor. But does she have a PhD? That's what it said. Uh, she has, it just said she has a PhD and then a master's of family therapy. But um, she purports to say that the uh, alignment of the planets are a guide for how to raise your teenagers based on, I guess, how old they are. So Jupiter is like when your kids are 13 or 14, and then Saturn is when they're 15 or 16. Yeah, I'm Googling her right now. Yeah. Because um, I do not understand what this person is talking about. Because isn't astrology like... You doesn't it have to do with when you were born? Can it just have to do with your age? I guess that's why she's a PhD. Yeah. I don't understand. Like when you're 11, you're Jupiter. When you're 14, you're Saturn. What the hell? I yeah. I I thought uh, your you know your planets are mapped out based on when exactly you're born and your location. But I guess I really yeah I really don't think that there's in that type of astrology there's any correlation to like specific planets but i guess i don't know like maybe jupiter isn't a place in the sky where it is but how could jupiter be in a place in the sky that's significant to you when you're 11 i mean anyone can be at 11 any time what does that mean i just don't yeah i have no idea but aside from the astrological stuff her advice is pretty standard that's the problem with all these people their advice is always kind of right but it's just all the stuff around it that's so confusing yeah like um, cause she talks about how, uh, older teenagers want to rebel and yeah. younger teenagers are like looking for an authority figure. And you're like, yeah, that's, that sounds right. that's like normal child psychology, that's like a teenage thing. but I guess a normal child psychologist isn't going to get published in goop. You gotta but add the crazy. Does, I'm still trying to find where this woman got a PhD and I can't. For There's no way you'll ever find that. Do you think, well, the other ones, I think you can find it. The other goop people, you can um, find out where they got their degrees. So on her bio... Yeah, it just says she's the executive director of AHA, mm-hmm. which specializes in transforming schools and communities by focusing on peace-building peer-led initiatives. That sounds like a worthwhile cause. I guess so. So... So, I guess the moral of this article is if you have a teenager, look up at the sky. You'll get all the answers. I guess so. Um, all right. So then there was a stupid article uh, about if you're on a business trip, it's like tough on your body to change time zones, so put on a face mask. Oh my god, there were so many things that they suggested that you buy to bring on your uh, Your business business trip. trip. I mean, it just never ended. There were so many oils and and there was a a sachet of brain dust. A sachet. (laughs) A sachet of brain dust. (laughs) Which uh, is from Moon Juice, which is a crazy juice shop in L.A. And, oh, man, am I tempted to go and, and splurge and spend 20 bucks and getting that brain dust. It sounds pretty cool to me. <laughs> um, this sachet of brain dust is supposed to be a edible formula alchemized to align with the mighty cosmic flow needed for great achievement. Beautiful. Isn't alchemy when you turn lead into gold? Yes, I think that is the specific definition of alchemy. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, business trips, like, I've been on a couple just, like, for various things. And it's very fun to, like, have someone set you up in a hotel and and do that stuff. But I guess if you're going on it all the time, it is a slog. Yeah, you would just need all this stuff to help um, you. And I don't like how she insulted uh, the Hampton Inn. 
She's like, whether your company sets you up at the Four Seasons or the Hampton Inn. I'm like, Hampton Inn is nice. I would love to stay at a Hampton Inn. Are yeah. you kidding me? Like when you're on a road trip and you see a Hampton Inn off the side of the freeway, that's oh, where you're going. The Hampton if you Inn. Can afford it. The Holiday Inn. Oh my oh, god. A Best Western on a road trip is oh, like heaven. So good. Holiday Inn Express because they do the uh, the fresh cinnamon buns in the morning. They do. Yeah, it smells oh. like it smells like heaven. Well, I know where I'm going. Um. Yeah, so I guess if you're if you're going on lots of business trips, buy a bunch of stuff. Yep. And then there was another article about magic potions. Oh yeah. Clarity, beauty, and energy. And then the other good thing about this article is it also had pictures of people that really worked people at Goo. That work at Goo. And I am just very satisfied because I didn't think anybody really worked there. I don't understand what the magic potions are supposed to do, but hey. Yeah. So in this one, they have some. I assume. I guess another doctor of something. Who uh, the women who work at Goop are asking, being like, you know, I have anxiety, or you know, I'm breastfeeding, or whatever their ailment is, and then he tells you a some sort of like matcha latte or weird like that type of drink, but also that contains like thousands of dollars worth of like weird dusts, and that's what yeah. he tells you to do instead of taking like conventional medicine. Okay. Um, so, for instance. Uh, one of the women talks about, what does she say? Yeah, like anxiety or something. And um, Yeah, what do you take when you have anxiety? Well, he says to do matcha, but yeah. add in a quarter teaspoon of rhodiola, which okay. I looked, it's some, it's some sort of herb, but you, it, you get uh, like an ounce of it for $55 on the Goop website. Jeez, and same with the pine pollen. Okay. Um, and then honey, uh, water. And then homemade pumpkin seed milk. Yeah, well, you need boiling water and cold water. Yeah, because I guess you, like, steep it with the boiling, boiling water to get it to dissolve, and then, and then, oh, uh, and then you add, add cold the water cold water to cool it down. But And that helps with your anxiety? I guess, yeah. Hmm. Um, so there's that one. Uh, there's one for... Brian. Yeah. Would you ever try any of these potions? A hundred percent. You would. Yeah, like I wouldn't pay for them because each of these, I think each of these drinks cost at least like a hundred dollars to make one of them. If it, <laughs> I mean, I guess you, you get more than one serving, but like the, to, to gather the ingredients, it's over a hundred dollars. Um, but if, if there was like a, a goop juice bar that sold these for like $14. For like, yeah, it would be expensive, but yeah. it would be a fun splurge every once in a while. Okay. To see if it really helped with your anxiety or just to taste it. Mm, I would taste it. I assume any like actual help with your anxiety is a placebo effect. Uh-huh. Maybe I mean I, I don't a hundred percent disagree with herbal medicine. I think there is truth to some of it. Uh-huh. But like I think it's like anything else, you probably have to have a lot of it like consistently every day for it to make a difference. So wait, really? Do you think do you think so? I don't know. I have in the last couple of years completely stopped buying any type of expensive juice like yeah. i don't do it at all i don't go to moon juice or any of those places anymore i just uh i like them i mean i understand it's a complete waste of money yeah. and i mean i am extremely poor so there's, <laughs> this is not the money that i should be spending I know. but i do like it like uh it i mean it, some of them just taste good some and especially good. if you've had like a heavy dinner the night before or you drank too much or something. It's something. a nice, it's, yeah, it's a, it, it makes you, you feel a little better, especially the ones I think with like ginger or cayenne. Well, that like will soothe your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm under 
no illusion that it actually like makes you healthier in the long run. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I could no longer justify spending so much money on that stuff. That's really smart. You I wish think? I, I wish I was there, but Oh I'm, my God. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, yeah. And I just like, and it doesn't like taste that good and it doesn't change the way I feel so much. But now that I don't do it anymore, I feel really isolated from other people because <laughs> I feel like everyone in LA is like, well, I had to get a juice and they're like, oh, I know I'm sort of crazy. I like to get these expensive juices, but everybody's like that. And yeah. I'm the one person who doesn't do it. I mean, I would just, yeah, say be true to yourself. Don't give in to peer pressure. Like these people are bragging about maybe they're getting a juice once a week, but they're going to Del Taco three or four times that. And they're yeah. just not talking about it because it's not cool. They're not like, ooh, I got a number seven at Del Taco. Those French fries. <laughs> Taco and French fries with the same meal? Which I think is brilliant. Genius. Yeah. I know. Yeah, um, I do go to Del Taco a lot. But, yeah, so I say have juice because it tastes good or it makes you feel good. But don't rely on it to uh, give you like a healthier... Would you, lifestyle. yeah, so would you say that, like, the ideal lifestyle is a person who can whip up these potions in their own kitchen? Ideally? Sure. Yeah. I guess, like, if you have all this, these little dusts and stuff. Yeah. Um, like, I'd like to be so rich I could, but I, I wouldn't necessarily do it. Yeah. I just I would, want the money. Right. And, like, to have the access, to have, to open your fridge and be like, ooh, this is Riadola extract. Because you wouldn't. I guess you keep it in the fridge. You, yeah, I imagine. I keep my matcha in the fridge. I don't have matcha. Um, that's one thing I do like. And it, it's good in the afternoon uh, because it has caffeine in it. Is matcha it's like a pa- it's green tea powder? the green powder? tea powder, yeah. So you just yeah. shake it up with water. Oh. Um, and it's sort of expensive, but like it lasts a long time. You only need like a half a teaspoon per cup. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because wow. it's pretty strong. Hmm. Uh, but the, I like that because of the caffeine. Because yeah. I don't want to drink like a whole cup of coffee maybe, but I want like a little bit of... Boosting it. But doesn't tea, green tea have more caffeine than coffee? No. I think it's about half. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, uh, no, yeah, coffee definitely has, has more. Huh. Um, but yeah, if you can afford it, uh, go for it. get those potions. And enjoy and heal yourself. Um, and then, oh, yeah. So, oh, and, yeah. Okay, I, I really want to talk about this next article because I think this might be my favorite. And the craziest article I've ever read on Goop. <laughs> uh, it is called Good Grief. Oh, okay. It is by uh, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Carter Stout. Scared the living hell out of me. It was terrifying. So this man, yeah. uh, I guess about 10 years ago, his elderly alcoholic mother who lives in a barn in New England fell down the stairs and died. Oh my God. And her name was Muffy, which is like... The coolest, like, waspy, alcoholic Eugene O'Neill name ever, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but he was... I mean, of course, your mother dies, you're going to be grief-stricken yes, and sad. Yeah, there's no, Yeah, I'm not judging him at all. Especially about if she that. fell. Yeah, she fell. And I think there's a lot of guilt because he knew she was an alcoholic for so long and felt like he didn't do enough to uh, to help her. Wait, is that in the article? Or yeah. No, no, no. It's oh. a, he says that a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, but he was so shaken by this and the grief was unrelenting so instead of i guess working through his grief to the other side he decided to just sort of live in the grief for the rest of his life holy shit and and just decide that grief is a good state 
to be in. So he just lives in a constant state of grief forever. That, yeah, that's what I'm getting from this article. And then now, so I guess the mother dying was the sort of impetus for this new sort of grief lifestyle. But now he equates any small disappointment in life uh, with grief. And I'd like, if you don't mind, to read a quote, which I think Please. is profound and insane. As we grow into adulthood, we search for the perfect mate. We experience heartbreak. We get hired and let go. We finally get hitched and have a glorious wedding day, but soon remember the fun we had when we were single. We try to slim down and give up gluten for Lent. We dream about bagels. We give up weed and promiscuity and lying. We embrace parenthood and stash away the thought of a leisurely afternoon nap. But man, are we tired. I think he's depressed. Yeah. I don't think that he has figured anything out. I think he just is in a depression. That makes a lot of sense because, yeah, it's like he is any sort of bad feeling he has or any anything that doesn't go his way. He's like, well, this is this is part of my grief. Yeah, I mean, if you like, I, you know, if you decide you don't want to eat bagels and then you're like, oh, but I want to eat a bagel. I don't think that's like the worst thing in the entire world. No. Making that decision for a for a reason. That's a normal thought process that has to do with bagels. Yeah, and I would want the bagel too. Yeah, you want the bagel. You would love to eat bagels every day, but you can't have bagels every day. That's just life. Yeah, and it's like sometimes you don't, you can't take a nap, but you're tired. I'm not, yeah. oh, because you're a parent. And you give up weed. I mean, and honestly, being, why do you have to give up weed if you're married? It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that either. I th- I don't know. Yeah, why did he give up weed? I can understand giving up promiscuity and lying. lying. I'd certainly giving up lying. Why are you so depressed that you can't be a liar? I know. That's Repo? weird that his like default mode is lying. Is promiscuity and lying. lying. Oh, another goop sociopath. Um, Crack the case. And then his other uh like idea, his other advice, piece of advice is to create an altar in your home. Adorn it with the relics of your past Ugh. and present. Ugh. Crowd it with the things that matter. Tattered photographs of your ancestors. No. A blue ribbon from the third grade that science fair. Hair. A bedazzled hair clip. Oh a promise God. ring from your first boyfriend. Your grandfather's watch chain. A few candles. The hospital band from the delivery room. Two ticket stubs from a KISS concert. What? First of all, do you have any of this stuff? Uh, I have a watch from my grandfather. Oh, okay. So I have do you one... have tattered photographs of your ancestors? No, but I could get them. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I went into my mom's attic, I could probably get them. I'm sure I guess I could find some too, um, but oh my god, can you imagine going to someone's house and they were like, this is my altar of my past. Especially if you're like in a relationship or you're married or have a family, to like have an altar to like your own family past is so, so fucking weird. creepy. Yeah. It's so gross. It's so selfish and self-centered. Yeah, yeah, It's bizarre and gross. Um, what a narcissist. So disgusting. And then, sorry, two more things because Please. I just cannot get enough of this I want to hear everything you have to say um, about this. So, this is another story about after his mother died. And this is how narcissistic he is. His mother dies in New England. He lives in Brentwood, California. Uh, he doesn't go home to New England to be with his family sure. because he's so grief-stricken. He makes his siblings all the dry, or fly all the way from the East Coast to California to comfort oh, him. What? That's what it says Are in the article. Are you kidding me? And then, that's not even it. So he says, but my siblings immediately arrived at my doorstep and surrounded me with love. Fuck you. We sat and talked and held each other as the sun came up over the Santa Monica Mountains and we decided to go skinny dipping in the Pacific Ocean at dawn. Ew! With his siblings. No! Put a bathing suit on! Are 
Are you out of your mind? That is mind? the most disturbing thing I've ever read in my life. So his mother falls down in the barn. His siblings fly out to comfort him, and then they all get the, naked and go jump in the ocean. Yes. No, get this article out of my newsletter. I'm outraged. Clearly, I haven't read it. It's what? I can't. The first time you're hearing I, this. This is the first time hearing of any of this. I cannot believe it. It's so disgusting. And then to top it off, now he has his own daughter. And his nightly ritual with his daughter is to uh, say some stupid little poem that I guess his mom said to him when, when he went to bed when he was a kid. And then he says to his daughter, who used to say that to daddy when he was a boy? And he makes his daughter, who's never met the poor woman, say, Grandma Muffy. No. And, and then she goes to bed. Ugh. And then Grandma Muffy appears and haunts them all. Yeah. And he loves it. Yeah, he likes being haunted by his grandma. He's got a shrine to the dead grandma. He gets I'm, naked with his siblings. This guy has killed. He has killed. Yeah, he's a murderer. He is a monster. Go on the 405 right now. Go to his office and start picketing in front of his doctor's office i go through his past his promiscuity his lying his shrine with blue ribbons and pictures of his mother the guy's a psychopath i don't trust him and here's something i do know about this article wasn't the poem that he made his mom read or made his daughter say like sleep snore like a log and sleep like a frog or sleep like a log and snore like a frog i also think that's a little bit that's creepy Bizarre. You know he hung out at Metzaluna a lot in the nineties. Oh. I bet he's the real killer. No! He's Nicole's real no, killer. He's not. No, he's not. <laughs> That's where I draw the line, Brian. <laughs> Come on. Don't be ridiculous. Well, but he probably did hang out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright. And then oh, and then yeah, one more article. Um can a shrub in Gabon cure addiction? Oh, this was another one. So it's just saying like if you're a heroin addict, you take this pill that is from a plant that's like 10 times stronger than acid or ayahuasca and it makes you trip for a day um and then you're not addicted to heroin anymore. i guess so and they're like mm, but here's the catch it is a drug too and yeah. it's illegal and like definitely people <laughs> die from doing it but so i guess the jury's out it's definitely also a schedule one drug yeah so the fda is not on board yeah but um yeah the fda's made mistakes before yeah, I mean, I don't think that the FDA and Goop have anything in common. No, they like, are <laughs> at opposite ends of that Venn diagram yeah, of health. They push a lot of things that have nothing that are not even on the radar um, of the FDA. But yeah, this uh, it's called ibogaine or ibogaine, and um, it's not legal. But if you're addicted to heroin and there's a shady yeah. person who says he can cure you, I would say try it. I and mean, if you're addicted to heroin, you're not concerned with drug being legal anyway that's true and you're probably not reading goop maybe well maybe who knows i don't want to judge our goop readers i'm sure there are a couple heroin addicts Um, i'm sure there's a couple heroin addicts that work at that goop office (laughs) yeah uh yeah so um oh and then she's there's another stupid article about her like favorite places to go on girls weekends it's like london nicaragua or sedona so. yeah it was boring but it did have another picture of the tartan skirt so yeah i enjoyed the it tartan skirt yeah um well thank um, you guys yeah. for coming on this journey with us yeah it's been a great goop uh definitely rate us and review us on itunes Please. follow us on twitter subscribe subscribe um and we will see you next week bye, bye. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.